The information presented is the author's opinion and does not constitute any health or medical advice. The content of this channel is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any condition or disease. This is a place where there is no judgment. We are here to discuss how to be better and to improve our well-being. This podcast is great for anyone that wants to improve themselves or has hit rock bottom and looking for advice to move forward. Listening here will help guide you through turbulent times and hardships that you may face. We will offer new advice regularly throughout the month. Please connect with me via X at Uncommon Coach Mo or Facebook Uncommon Coach. Hello, listener. I'm Mo. This week, we will discuss alcoholism and its potential grip on us. This week is more focused on those that are alcoholics or addicts. Not everyone is an alcoholic, but the advice presented here can be used for those that drink for fun as well. For those of us who have an uncontrollable addiction to alcohol, we know all too well that there is never just one drink to be had. We must always consume to excess. This this presents a dilemma and several problems for our lives, our health, and our financial stability. Firstly, it consumes our lives. This all-consuming want to drink becomes overbearing to us and begins to control us. It is something in which we have no restraint. It takes over and we must drink. There's never an idea of just one or two. We may tell ourselves that, but we know we are lying to ourselves. It begins to take over our lives such as we only want to drink. We won't be anywhere unless there is alcohol. We will not do anything unless there is alcohol involved. The next issue is that this kind of drinking is detrimental to our health. Our bodies were not meant to intake such large quantities of poison at the frequency that we do. It first starts to cloud our judgment over the short term. Then it poisons the body. It slowly degrades the liver, among other issues. Lastly, it's hell on the wallet. Drinking in excess so often is not cheap. It takes its toll after some time. A good way to try and visualize this is to actually tabulate how much is spent at the bar on a weekend or within a month and how much is spent on liquor at the store in that same weekend or month. This amount will be staggering to many. I know when I calculated mine, it was uh, even a number I do not want to admit. This addiction controls us. It is hard to break its spell until we have hit rock bottom, and only then we will not improve until we are ready to do so. Everyone has this point, this breaking point, where it becomes so much that a change must happen. Because if they do not change, then serious injury or death can occur. Breaking the spell of alcohol has been one of my biggest battles in life. I drank to excess for nearly a decade. At the end of my drinking, I was consuming between 325 to 750 milliliters, which is half a fifth to a whole fifth of alcohol per night. 
as a rough estimate. Sometimes it was more, but seldom it was less. It all came to a head when one night, while drinking heavily to almost blackout, I attempted to kill myself. Other issues were at play, but the main issue was that I was drinking to mask pain, both physical and mental, and doing it for so long, it stopped working, or more aptly, it never really worked to help the pain to begin with. It was just a temporary fix, and it would always come back worse than before. It took a very good friend to talk me off the ledge and maintain sanity that evening. And to him, I will always be thankful. But I shouldn't have never gotten to the point where I needed somebody to tell me to ease off the ledge and to put the gun down. The story is that I decided to play Russian roulette with a revolver. After six spins of the cylinder, I was still alive. It was a five-shot revolver, and I spun the cylinder each time, and for the six times I put it to my head and pulled the trigger, click, nothing. I, by all accounts, should be dead. I got extremely lucky. I spun the cylinder one more time and held it to my head, and that's when my friend's words rang in my ear. At that point, I put the gun down. Come to find out that this would have been the one where the shot fired. When looking at the revolver in the morning, it was found that the round was in the exact spot needed to go off. I was mere seconds from death, but I got lucky. This was the darkest period in my life. The lowest I could have gone. I felt nobody was around, that I was not cared for. It was the loneliest I was I had ever been. Even with people there, the alcohol clouded my judgment so much that I felt alone and unwanted. That I was a broken tool, no longer needed and fit only for the scrap heap. It took me a stint in detox and multiple mental health evaluations to understand this was not the case. It is never the case. I do not say this story for pity or to make anyone feel sorry for me. I want this story out there to serve as a cautionary tale for those that want to break the cycle and improve themselves. To improve my situation, I found that I needed to quit alcohol altogether. This was not an easy time because I am a true alcoholic. I am addicted to alcohol. I admitted that to myself quickly after the incident. And I gave up alcohol, all alcohol, as soon as I went to detox. I made a vow to myself that I would find a way to rid myself of this disease and improve. So I quit it. Right there. To this day, almost eight years later, I have not ingested a single drop of alcohol, nor do I plan to. I know for a fact that if I even have one drop, all the work I have put into my improvement will unravel. Sure, I may start with one drink a night and hold that steady for a time. But within a month, I will be back to a bottle a night. I did not use meetings or support groups when I quit. I knew that these were not an option for me. It was simply sobriety or death. So I chose the path that was hard and treacherous. 
I simply quit it altogether. I did not taper off. I did not slowly change my drinking habits. I knew my habits were set in stone and that I could only completely stop. There was no middle ground. There was no, maybe I'll just have beer, or maybe I will just have one shot per night, or maybe I will drop down and only have lean liquor if there is ever such a thing. No, it was all or nothing. And I chose the nothing. I did not want a single drop. Subsequently, in the beginning, I avoided all alcohol as much as possible. I decided I will not even be around it. The temptation was too great, too powerful to resist if it was around me. I had support during this time, which is immensely valuable, in the form of the aforementioned friend and family. And others took an interest in my recovery as well, though not all did. Many were not happy I wanted to quit alcohol. They liked me better drunk, or I was more fun when I was drinking. We will cover these toxic friends and family in another episode. The path I set myself on saw that I needed to change every aspect of my life, from whom I let be my friend or family member, to how I allowed myself to be around alcohol and social gatherings. For a long time, I was of the thought that I could not be around social gatherings that had alcohol. And this was true. I was unable to be in a social setting where there was alcohol and remain sober. There was an ever-present little voice that kept telling me that one would be okay. You could have just one to relax. Just one to be able to be around people. This was, of course, a lie I was telling myself. The first few social gatherings I was a part of becoming, uh, after becoming sober were difficult to the point I realized I had to stop at least for the time being, going to such social events. This was an immensely lonely part of my life, but the loneliness taught me a great deal about myself. It allowed me to battle my demons and help work out what I was going through. Again, I had support and a support network through this, which was key. And I know that some will lack this support network, and that is why I am here. I want to be a voice that is there to support people in their dark days and to help them improve in their own way. Now, going back to social events, I did learn over a period of years how to be around alcohol without drinking. This is an imperative thing to learn for those that are or were in my position. You cannot expect society to change because of what you are trying to do or what you want to do. It won't. And the reality of it is most social events revolve around alcohol. If you think about it, how many social events, even those that are listening that aren't alcoholics, do you go to where alcohol is present. There's very few things that we do as a society where there is no alcohol. So it is important to learn to be around it and be comfortable while still telling yourself and knowing that you can't have it. You must relearn to have fun without drinking. 
This again was one of the harder lessons I had to learn, but it has been an invaluable lesson. I have learned to have fun and be around it while still simultaneously being happy. And I do mean this as a key takeaway from this discussion. Be happy that you are sober. We can't look at ourselves of who we used to be when we drank and be sad that we're not them anymore. It is okay to mourn that we are no longer an alcoholic, that that time in our life has passed. And it is okay to be happy about being who we are now. It is okay to be happy to be sober. So mourn who you were, the loss of that person. I did this many years after I got sober. It took one of those mental health instances where I was discussing with the provider why I was still sad that I didn't drink. And it's because I never mourned the loss of that person. I, to some extent, liked who I was when I was drinking. I enjoyed being drunk. To this day, I still might enjoy being drunk, but I know I can't. So I mourned who I was. I mourned them and I let them pass. But this gave way to the ability for me to be happy with who I am now. Happy that I'm no longer drinking. It used to be my thought process was, I am sad I cannot drink anymore. And even just recently in my life, that stopped going through my head. Just recently in my life, the thought was taken over by, I'm glad I do not drink anymore. I'm glad I'm able to improve myself. I'm glad I noticed this was an addiction. This was an issue. This was something I needed to get out of me, to get off my back, to improve myself. And learning this on your terms will help you realize that you are better off sober if you are an alcoholic. If you were where I was and you get to that point where you look at yourself in the mirror and you tell yourself you are better sober, then you're going to be happy. You're going to stick to that sobriety because there's a lot of people that go into sobriety thinking, oh, I hate this. I hate it so much. I wish I could drink. I liked who I was when I was drinking. All these thoughts. But when you realize you're a better person when you're not drinking, when you're not spending absorbent amounts of money on alcohol, when you are clear-minded, when you improve yourself on a daily basis, you're going to realize this is what I want to be. This is how I'm going to be happy. And that's key. But that will be all for this episode. And until we meet next time, just know you are valid, you are a friend, and that you are capable.